Association with virtuous people leads to detached life. Detachment leads to free from freedom from delusion. Freedom from delusion leads to contact with the changeless reality. And contact with changeless reality bestows liberation while alive. This is from Bajagovindam of Shri <clears throat> Thank you. This is so beautiful, you know, and Bhagwan used to say about the satsang and and power of satsang is known in ancient culture for very, very long time. All the Upanishads, if you see, they are only satsangs. Satsang talks are these Upanishads, nothing else. That one who is realized is not telling himself or herself. They are just telling people who are listening. So it's a satsang. Upanishads came out of satsang only. And uh, satsang leads to remembrance of that absolute. And that absolute needs only one thing from us, remembrance only. Whatever way you can remember that. That's why bhaktas, praying, singing songs, bhajans, they are remembering that pure self. Though they might be remembering in a form of a God, but eventually it leads them there. It is also said that remembrance in any way with that absolute reality will give you the same benefit. They even talk about Raman who always remembered Ram but never used that name Ram. He used to say him Vanvasi, you know, the one who is a forest dweller. Then there was Shishupal who hated Krishna but always remembered Krishna in his hate. And they both got liberated. So how does even hate can get you liberated? But there is a word of caution. If you hate something, then all the bad qualities of that comes to you. Because that entity is pure, <coughs> purest of pure, it has no bad qualities. That's why you are safe. But I think that type of remembrance is not considered good. 
that's a rakshasi pravarti you know remembering by uh, hating someone you know so if you want to remember god remember with love and devotion but i'm telling you even remembering like that can give you results but let's say if someone has some mild very small impurity of any kind a teacher let's say and someone hates they actually help that teacher they take away all that impurity with them all the negativity goes to the one who is hating that pure soul so the word of caution is that when you hate purest of pure then you don't get any problem but if slight impurity and you get hold of that so it is better to ignore if you don't like something but rather than hate hate is a very strong word you know for anything bhagwan never hated anyone so there devotees living with him used to play game with him they used to ask about some very wicked person his opinion and he will always say something good about that person also and and he could not be trapped by people you know in those gossips and even people who were not good with bhagwan bhagwan always never spoke against them and one thing i will tell you even stories about those people he used to tell only when they left the body when they were not in this sansara this shows how much he had compassion and how he considered everything as his own self no other that purity of mind comes only in satsang satsang is that pure company in which either we are approaching or we are there but in this process we are going through this unfoldment in which impurities are just leaving us satsang is a purification process internal purification so we do satsang outside with other beings and that puts under our own inner satsang with ourselves when this grinding is happening from external and internal all which is not us all which is impure all which is transient it disappears more we remember that there is lightness in this body we come to this nothingness there is emptiness no thought no attachment no attraction no repulsion mind becomes completely neutral 
or vestigial. When mind enters into this neutral state, we attain our own pure silence. And we know that we are no thing of this world. We become empty, nothing. And in this nothingness, another revelation comes that everything which appears, appears in me only. Nothing is separate. Till we stay as one individual, there is me and others. The moment this individuality goes away and we know our Atman, we go into Atmanishtha, then we know that truth in everything is the same, same self. So if someone says, I am nothing or I am everything, it means the same. Only after becoming non-personal, we can be everything. Whatever mind we bring as sacrifice in the fire of pure self, it accepts it. It does not say that you have to be of this level of purity, then only I will accept. Mind can be densely conditioned or mildly conditioned, but Mind means conditioning. When we surrender this mind to the self and when our surrender is complete, it accepts it. And after acceptance of this mind by pure self, what is left is self. Then we cannot say that someone with a tainted mind or more tainted will have less self and the one whose mind is less tainted will have more self. It never happens like that. Self is always absolute, complete. You get it 100% or you don't get it. It is like light and darkness. When the light Fulges from within, there is no darkness left. It is not like semi-dark, you only get 10 watts of light if you have this much of impurities. Whatever we surrender, but our surrender should be complete. If we keep darkness within, then that darkness will stay. Then you don't get that self-realization. Let's say the king of the city comes and says, I will give you palace, but give up whatever money you have in your house. 
and you save couple of dollars because you can't trust that king then you will never get that palace but if you surrender completely you give up whatever you have then you enter in kingdom of god then it reveals to you your own pure self so it is all or none <coughs> some people love to go very slow and they love to enjoy this life and wants to move slow and they feel that they are approaching but it's all at the level of mind yes you take name of god you always feel good so that goodness will always come to you but it will not be absolute darshan of that divine within you to get darshan of divine you have to surrender completely life of a seeker is very transparent no personal life no personal agenda no personal motive no personal gain absolute takes responsibility of a person depending on how much he is surrendering if our surrender is 100% he takes 100% responsibility bhagwan used to say that arunachala has made me useless for this world i cannot earn i cannot go to get my bread no worldly interactions i am interested i am useless to this world the moment he entered into me i am useless he has left me of no use he has consumed me because in this world the most lazy person also feels that he is of some worth because of not what he is doing because of his ego ego makes us of some worth some people say this dialogue 
I will give you a two cent worth of advice. So they think they are at least of two cent. So there is some value in what we do. We, that's what we feel all the time. Bhagwan said, this is just useless, of no use. When we give up this whole gadget called Modi Mind, then it becomes instrument of God only. Then whether he uses it or he destroys it, we have left for him to sort out. Then divine will is our will. Then everything is right. Everything is happening in the most perfect way. Then Whatever the will of the body-mind is, that, that is the will of divine. They both go in harmony. And that harmony creates peace. Let's say there are two people living in the same house. Why they fight? Because they are not in harmony. One says go left, other says go right. Different taste, different opinions. So there is a clash. That clash leads to kale, that quarrel, dispute in family. Same this family is within us, Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is that Purush, that energy, which we have no clue, but we are acting with that Shakti, going in form of ego, looking around, using the mind. The moment it knows that Shiva within, that Shakti and Shiva that unites. So that feminine power <coughs> which is running the show, it knows that Purusha. And whatever it was creating its own mess, I would say, it merges in that pure energy. And this is the end of sansara for the body-mind complex. It just disappears, it merges in that. It has no separate identity. But the good thing is, the moment you lose your separate identity, that absolute makes you absolute only. The moment that drop merges in ocean, it becomes ocean only. No separate existence, but then everything. It is exactly similar what happens in us. From individual to nothing to everything. This is the process for everyone who has known that. from individual to nothing to everything.
then praise of Lord is your own praise. Any name of Lord is your own name. Mind merging in absolute, in bliss all the time, wants just to share that bliss with anyone who comes, who is thirsty for that bliss. But there is peculiar thing, it will not say if someone is not into it or not interested. Somehow the door becomes closed. It does not open, the mouth doesn't open. It only opens in satsang, it only opens when someone wants that information. <laughs> and the only company one loves is satsang, whether satsang externally or within, whether it's solitude or a group of holy people. Nothing else attracts, no object, no other situation, no place, no being, no relationship, no job, nothing. And nothing is also repulsive, but love centers in the heart only, all the time. The story of this body goes in awake state and the story of this body goes in dream state. But that's not me and you. That is body's story. Mind's play. Some people love to watch movies. This is an ongoing movie all the time, <coughs> in front of us, all the time. What else what you want to watch? In this movie, there is a body also, it looks so real. If one has no interest in this body movie, then how one can have interest in the movie which is played on a screen? You know, we use different gadgets and there is a mode. Even in aircon, there is heating and then cooling, fan. Same is this mode in us. You change from personal to awareness mode. And the only way is to pull it within. This button, just go within and bring your mind within. First you come in with your attention and the mind will follow you. 
have patience. People say that there are thoughts, how can we be here? You be here, let be thoughts there, who cares? Listen to the silence in your heart. Be with your silence. When the bliss unfolds and you experience peace, your mind experiences peace. Your interest in your thoughts and on all actions is finished. then all actions become disinterested actions. Then all actions are just like a dream in which you are aware that it is a dream. Because you stay in your bliss, all things which comes in contact of you, all the situations, people, including this body which you use and this mind, they all experience the bliss. So much so that the mind finds it hard to step out and even check what the weather is, who is coming home, who is inviting, what to dress up, what is the occasion, where to go next. All these faculties which everyone is so proud of and we keep playing whole day crosswords and sudoku to keep that mind active. You meet anyone who is 60 plus, they keep playing all these crazy kids games all the time, coloring books and all. And they say research is showing that it will keep our mind active, so we will never get dementia. People can do all crazy things from crazy research to keep this mind alive. And here in satsang there are people who follow Bhagwan's teachings for Mano Nasha to dissolve this mind in Absolute. Going beyond all the Sudoku and crosswords, going against the flow, From a layman to a scientist, everyone is a devotee of this mind. This mind keeps our importance. 
keeps the ego alive. Sit long enough in your own presence. Have patience. and you will touch your bliss. You have to dive deep and stay long enough. Once with your devotion, with your humbleness, with right balance, when you touch your essence, Now hold on to it by your attention, by your effort. By holding on to this silence, don't get in any argument with anyone for anything. <coughs> Even if your mind is ticking and it thinks it's not right and I should say this and I should do that. I'll give you an idea. When your mind says, I will do this and this is right, go exactly opposite and say, yes, it is all good. Keep doing this. Whoever is doing whatever. See how much energy you get. That person will stop doing that. I guarantee. You will have no clue that previously I was resisting, I was arguing and people were not listening to me. Now I am saying just do it and they stop doing it. This is the power of surrender. Don't underestimate it. When you agree with everything, then absolute takes a step to prevent whatever should not happen. And you keep quiet. As Bhagwan says, Chumma Yeru, you keep quiet. You be still. And see the magic of that stillness. Everything falls in place in harmony.
so many times I get this question that abiding in pure silence, there are so many things happening in the body. Some sensations, some awkwardness, some change in digestion, sometimes too much of emotions, crying. Let it be. Let it be. It is all catharsis. It's just releasing energy. Bhagwan had a tremor across his neck. And people used to ask, he said, when elephant enters into a small hut, what will happen? That so much of energy came into this body. Acceptance is the key. And I'll tell you, some change has to happen in this body. If such a big thing, explosion is happening within, do you think nothing will happen? There will be happening so many things. But it would be different in different people and just accept it. It's not a big deal. Don't make a fuss out of it. And when the energy settles, it will all be okay. I can talk and talk about the changes, but I don't think that is that useful because if I tell something and if it doesn't happen to you, then you will come to me that this didn't happen to me. So many changes happens. Understand this body is in control of mind. Body is projection of your own mind. If your mind is dissolving, it is changing, it's transforming, it's transcending. Body has to change. Body will change. All sorts of things can happen to body. Body can turn older very quickly. A body can grow new hair. A body can do something. Who knows? You don't put any intention for anything. Just observe. Sometimes things happen which we call as miracles. Lilliness, 
not in satsang today but i just want to share one thing which just came to me once she came to meet me and that day i had a peculiar taste in my mouth and very salty on the lips and very and i had nothing i have nothing eaten i was just sitting and then she came and she talked exactly about the same taste to me that this is happening to her but i didn't tell her that it is happening to me <laughs> because somehow i thought she has to go beyond it otherwise she'll be stuck up in these sensations and these things are happening and and perhaps she is not here today and that's why i'm saying this thing when we trust that energy and we give up this whole body to that energy and we move out of control of this body then all that energy manifest then we merge in that energy <laughs> then all our worries about the body and the body will go like this and that don't even make a good story for us because we have no ownership of body so don't be afraid or scared of what happens to body even if the body disappears you will be there all this divine energy to unfold in you internally externally everywhere you just surrender and watch don't give any other intention or thought or feeling allow this magic to happen
we are looking for some peace, some happiness. What a shame. We are in finite source of bliss, infinite. Unending, never ending. No dearth of it. We are nothing but bliss. Definition of us is Sat Chitanand. Sat means truth, eternal. Chit means conscious, alive, present, now, fresh. And Ananda means bliss, peace, happiness. If we don't feel this bliss, that means we have not switched on bliss button within us. Or otherwise, this definition is wrong. If you have turned on air con and you are getting hot air <coughs> in hot weather, maybe you have not turn the right mode. This ego is that heat mode. If you want cool air, you have to turn into awareness mode. That's the only correction we have to do. Staying in ego mode and then crying for bliss and happiness is sheer ignorance. You change the mode and you get into infinite bliss. That is the reason they say for a saint, for a realized being, for a jnani, no work is left. Because if I ask you, why do you work? You do all the work to get some happiness, to get some money. Money will get you some happiness. To do good work for others so you feel happy. Whatever work you do, you do for happiness only. There is nothing wrong in doing anything. But doing anything to get happiness out of it? This is sheer madness. You are happiness.
Now there are societies, conferences on happiness. And all these ignorant people, they teach how to attain happiness. They have 10-point program, 20-point program, various workshops. You pay thousands of dollars and that will get you happiness. You do these certificate courses and you get happiness. It is like someone who is the king and now is a beggar in this role and asking for alms from one house to another. How can I be happy? How can I get a one cent of happiness? Though I have infinite bliss, but right now I am blind to that. I am not opening my safe, but I want to go out and beg. And begging from whom? Who are also beggars? They also don't know. They have opened institutes of happiness, but they have no clue. They are getting happiness because you are coming to their door and you are paying some dollars and they are getting richer. They feel happy with that money. Blind leading blind. And this is the way the whole world is moving. You see any advertisement, all advertisements are trying to give you some happiness. A new car, a new cloth, a new house a new job, whatever it is, they are all doing a false promise to give you happiness. Or maybe they are true, they give you happiness a few seconds when you get a new thing. And then you run for second and third and fourth. Do you think those advertisements are for Jnani? Or those advertisements are from Jnani? Fools are putting those advertisements and fools are following those advertisements. This is a word of mad people. There is no place for Jnani. That's why most of the Jnanis, they go and live in Himalaya in caves. or they leave their body or they are waiting to leave this body. Sometimes people ask, if I can live longer, how long can I live? And they might already have lived for 18, 80 years or 90 years. And my question to them is that, what have you done in all these years? 
What do you want to achieve after living another few years or ten years? What? More suffering? More miserable life? Nobody knows. They just speak from their mind. They don't even know who they are. They know they have a body, they are body, they have a mind. Let me just keep living as long as I can. I'll tell you, life is very painful when you die with attachment to body, thinking I am the body. And life is a celebration when you die, knowing that I am not the body. Then nobody dies. So one thing I will tell you, this satsang prepares you well before your death to die a peaceful death. That's a surety. An event which you will look forward to, which will be a celebration, a peaceful event. And the one who knows living in this body that he is not the body, for him the body is already dead. He has no attachment. He stays longer or shorter, doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, the one who knows I am not the body is the only one who escapes death. While rest all die. The one who has killed his ego, even death cannot touch that person. This applies both for male and female. It is just my habit, I say his, but her and it and everything. It applies to everything. All beings. Who has finished his ego, death cannot touch. Because death only comes to ego, nothing else. But unfortunately, even death cannot finish ego. It can only take away this body. And the ego survives even death. What death cannot do, you can do more than that. You can do that surgical procedure, which even death 
falls short of If a thief enters your home, what are you scared? You are scared that he will take away some possessions which you are attached to. But if you are not attached to anything, he takes away, it doesn't matter to you. Other day, Linda went to a house to take care of their house, you know, and I think they are going to. France to live for a month or so and she's taking care of their home. And I was talking to the owner of that house and he said um, something about the keys. He said, we don't have any keys of the back door. Back door is always open. And I said, what about when you go to work? He said, yeah, it's always open, you know. Um, what someone will take, actually all the stuff what we have in the house, it needs to be replaced, but we don't have energy to buy new. So if it takes away, we will buy something new. He was such a free man, like you can see in his eyes, he's unconcerned, whatever is in the house. But we call our possessions as valuables, antiques, rare things we collect to show others, but we hide from the thief. Be in that energy all the time, which is pure, divine. Readily available to everyone. Everyone will, can be in that. And still it can be experienced by more and more people. It never ends. This is a wealth which you will have but nobody can see and nobody can take away from you. You get those eyes of wisdom by which you know, but people next to you will not know. And whatever they take away from you, but they cannot take away that. And they can know that only when they deserve it. 
sitting next to you or in your silence or with your talking to you or even listening to the talk but the person full of ego will have no clue about it for them it is not there and it will never be there for them and they will say loudly that god is dead because it is dead for them for ego god is always dead and for a seeker for a devotee for a lover of god god is everywhere in everything you don't have to read any books for that read your own self stay with yourself more you stay in the company of yourself more you will be free from impurities of mind thoughts intentions then your mind can never fool you it might come to you with some suggestions and you will just give a small beautiful smile to it it will shy away it cannot play tricks again on you and soon it will surrender in your feet then the mind will be your slave and you will be back to your original state as sada shiva the supreme bliss you see any picture of shiva nataraj is one leg is on that man looks like a small chubby man that is our ego he has crushed the ego and now he can dance shiva can dance in our heart only when the ego is crushed so find that ego and finish its story if you don't know where this ego is then look within where this god is look within both are there inside us 
you pay attention to the god within and it will manifest and you don't give any attention to ego and it will disappear this is the real transformation which can happen in human mind and body complex nothing beyond it nothing more than that any accomplishment done which is less than that is a failure of this human body to manifest that divinity so whatever life left in this body use all your life to know the god within and everything and anything can wait it is your mind which gives importance to things i have friends who tells as soon as they will turn 75 they will get into spirituality with all their full force how much ego there is you know as if they will live till 75 as if at that sudden moment all their desires will vanish and then they will go full force who will go where you can only laugh on these things you know these are all mind games to postpone your own happiness and that's okay each to his own maybe that's the way it has to happen in some beings it's not their time it's not their day but if you have come up to this level of understanding that you are listening you are attending then i would say you finish the story you don't wait you don't postpone and abide in your supreme bliss Thank you everyone. Thank you so much for listening and being in part of the satsang. Your divine energy brings all this out. Thank you so much. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Thank you.